0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland.
1: You're listening to the MOVE. Now I'm very happy to welcome to the show Lulu and Matt Shoes Obscure Orchestra. Thanks for joining me today, guys. How have you been? Good. Right. Thanks nice for having, having us. us. Of course. <laughs> it's beautiful stuff, boys. Mm-hmm. And recently you guys dropped your collaboration track, Her Love It Rolls, which is the first track you guys have have made together since being in the Moldy lovers and how is the process of being able to work together again?
0: Um, well, we kind of worked on our parts separately this time. Like when we were in the Maldis, we would all get into a room together every mm-hmm. week and also there were more minds, I guess, like we had seven people all with mm-hmm. ideas and kind of a bit more of a, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit more hectic kind of writing, I guess. But this yeah. time I just, I wrote my parts and I sent them to Matt
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then he just did his thing. So I think it's quite different, I guess. Yeah, there's something um, different, or maybe, yeah, different and nice about
2: not having the pressure of being in the room, having a set bunch of hours before people start being hungry or something, mm. to just like slowly craft something over time, or over a few days or a few weeks, uh, and not just like, oh, okay, mm. got to come up with the idea
0: now, kind of. Yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. And so, how did the actual collaboration come about? Was it, was it planned from when you first started writing the song, Lewis?
0: Um. No, nah, we kind of talked about working on something else, but not that one. That one just came together really quickly. Like, I honestly like I wrote and recorded my part for that song in like four hours, which doesn't normally happen for me. I mean, I just sent it to Matt to kind of see what he thought about it. Yeah. And he liked it, and then yeah, he just like went with it. Yeah, mm. I loved it. I, I
2: really liked the, the the sensitivity of the vocals and like the the, the sparseness of the instrumental, and it's. Yeah, it's like it's different hearing you when your your guitar isn't on like fully amp and, mm.
0: over- <laughs> and stuff. That's probably it's, the first release I've done not on electric guitar. Yeah, it's acoustic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe ever. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And just a nice tasteful bit of organ. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Geez. And like, so, how how long did it take you, Matt, to to know what you wanted to add to the track when you first heard it?
2: Um, it. In total, it took me probably maybe five or six days of just adding, adding layers, uh, maybe four days of adding layers, trying different instruments, running to the kitchen and grabbing bits of cups and bits of pieces and mm-hmm. things like that. And then another two days of, like, stripping it back down and just seeing what stuck finally. So mm-hmm. it wasn't loaded with, like, you know, sounds from every possible place.
1: Mm. yeah and so how how different was was the track when you got it back lewis
0: oh really well well my parts are the same i guess but i didn't Mm. yeah i didn't expect it to sound like that i guess i had no idea like i had no Mm. yeah it wasn't like we like talked about what direction it was going to go i just gave him synth guitar and vocals and then he just did the rest of it honestly i thought
2: the The song was it is fully formed even before I touched it. Mm. Um, like it stands on its own really strong, strongly. And it'd be interesting to release that
0: version as a yeah as well.
2: Yeah, okay. Be. Because
0: yeah, it's, it's funny because like we live next door and I'd see Matt around the apartment complex and I was like, oh, can I listen to it? Can I listen to what you've done? Mm. And Matt really like was like guarding it closely. I remember you showed me at one point kind of early on. And I think that was when you were still just building layers and yeah. it just sounded, it sounded hectic (laughs) so much (laughs) on and off then yeah all of a sudden he sends me this recording and it's just i loved it yeah Yeah. i
2: i struggle to
0: show people like your process
2: yeah it's because it's like because i'm adding so much stuff to it and i know lots of it probably won't be make it to the final cut plus they're probably rough takes of something i want to play better um so it's like I'm not quite ready to show anyone until it's about eighty five to ninety percent there um otherwise it will just sound like trash it's mm. like what have you been what have you been, it sounds like like me buraging around in, a, <laughs> in, a, in a, yeah.
1: yeah jeez and so how how did you find this process matt when compared to actually working through your debut album that you released last year? was it yeah, last year or the year before
2: it was it was last year yeah it was last twenty nine yeah yeah i think I think being in the Moldy Lovers was kind of practice for it because I, I'd i always listened to music as a, I guess, as a kid and just thought it was some sort of weird alchemy where it's like, well, but how did they know that that drum mm. like would go with th- that guitar and those yeah. vocals? But then being in the Moldy Lovers, it was like, oh, okay, you just sort of, you just jam to one line, like one line exists mm. and then you just keep jamming until something sticks. And then once those two layers stick, then you add another layer and try different things until that sticks, and on and on and on and on and on. Um, yeah. Mm. In my case, um, so that that's basically my process. The the I I don't imagine this, but it's kind of like having 20 musicians in a room, slowly taking their time and like taking turns to jam, their piece, their their line or riff to what's already
0: there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. And so the the sound of Lulu and Obscure Orchestra is obviously quite different. How is the experience trying to find commonality and complementary aspects between the two for this track?
0: Um, well, for me, it was like, it doesn't really sound much like any of the other Lulu songs to me. Like it's, it True. was quite different, which is kind of why I sent it to Matt. Like I was like, what do you think of this one? <laughs> but I like I wasn't sure. There wasn't like a vocal style I'd really used before and yeah, well, because basically it's a folk song, really. Yeah, like folk pop, but like it's not like yeah, I don't know. And I guess for Matt, it's probably maybe slightly more simple chords than you're used to. Like it's more kind of pop orientated. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. I I don't try to go too crazy with the chords, so it's it's like
2: quite. It's good for me to be able to build something around a, sim- mm. a simpler chord progression because it it doesn't complicate my my process too much. Yeah, but I feel like for me. Be- okay. So like all my, all my songs, if you listen, I guess, listen to them back to back, there is a certain um, like sound quality to them, but I, I try to change feels. And I guess you can use the word genres from song to song. Mm. So it's like, I'm never too scared to, to try and like craft something over a genre. Yeah. That's, that's like out of my wheelhouse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just like to experiment.
1: Yeah. That's the way. And so, Lewis, originally when you wrote it, did you you not intend to release it under Lulu?
0: I don't know. Yeah, because I I write songs all the time and like maybe half of them end up making it to like Lulu because I don't know. Yeah, I I guess I try not to be too bound by genres or whatever, Mm. but typically I release for more rocky kind of garagey stuff as Lulu. But I don't know. Part of my thing with this band versus like other guitar bands I've had is I don't want to really be limited by one sound like my last band was yeah. a surf band, and then it felt like we always had to put out surf music but like even in my live set i like to have a few kind of weird ones of a start where i have like drum machine and synth and stuff and then some more kind of mainstream poppy sounding garage stuff so, yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah it's a bit different for me but but yeah i'm trying not to release one type of music so i guess that's okay
1: yeah fair and so it, if you guys could implement any genre into your repertoire, what would you pick?
0: Oh, man. I'd love to be able to execute like really kind of like dark synth pop. Like, I've been just for the last two years trying to kind of get my head around synth and drum machine stuff. Mm. I'm so, so, so rudimentary <laughs>
1: mm. in
0: my like actual like programming, but I'd love to be able to, yeah, like have like really deep kind of like bassy synth lines and stuff. Oh, yeah. How to write it. But I love <laughs> the idea of having, yeah. Some more '80s stuff.
2: I mine's sort of rhythmic as well. Like I, I'm really fascinated at how Latin beats are put together, or like Mm. Afro-Afro-Cuban grooves. Yeah. Um, that kind of like multi-layered percussion where there's like syncopation and stuff. I, I would love to sit down and like nut out how that works, or just like pick someone's brains who who knows about it, Mm. um, and somehow incorporate that because that's that's alchemy to me. That's Mm. yeah.
1: yeah nice and have you guys found um a specific release that you've heard so far this year that you that you think you've revisited the most so far it could be a a single ep or album i don't know because i i normally kind of just listen
0: to like i have a few friends who just send me youtube links every other day that tends to be what i listen to i used to like really like yeah smash albums but for some reason even though it makes so much sense in quality just to be listening to music all the time Mm. I kinda of haven't been. I've just been listening to whatever people send me. Mm. But I did really like um I was listening to it again this week and I guess I was listening to it earlier in the year, so that counts. But it's um um do you know Dick Stusso? He's a guy from America he does kinda of like kind of like Americana alt folk country sort of stuff.
1: Okay. No, I'm not familiar. And
0: modern and jazzy as well. Anyway, he has an album called In Heaven, and yeah, that one's really nice. I was listening to that yesterday.
1: Mm. Nice. What about you, Matt?
2: Actually, Louis put me onto to new release mm. called um, Monst-
1: Monstera.
2: What is it? Some, something mm. Monstera. De- yeah. Monstera Deliciosa, I believe yeah. it is. Yeah. i like, that. Okay. Um, and Lanius is like a, a sort of Brisbane West End legend, mm. croon punk, like... <laughs> he's... Neo-soul. <he's> neo yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, jeez. Madman man kind of thing. Mm. And uh, this release is really like the text is in it, are really beautiful and like
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I'm really into it. It was it. the best
0: music he's put out in years too, which is cool because yeah. Matt's been into him for forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really nice. Um,
1: nice. And have you, have, apart from him, have you heard any other Queensland releases recently that have really stood out?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, the person I collaborated my, on my previous song, um, her name is Apidalia. and they. They keep pumping out, just mm. on the SoundCloud, these beautiful tracks that
0: are like lo-fi, mm. bedroom, pop, oh. sort of. I followed her on SoundCloud recently, and now it's like my SoundCloud automatically puts her on like <laughs> every right. day. It's funny. It's good, hey. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, she's, she's a bit of a genius. I also really like um, A Country Practice put out a song, I believe us here called The Inundation Into Our Room. And that, that sounds great. It's like such strange, cool music. That's what I want to be doing with my synthy stuff, but I'm not oh. as clever as them.
1: They're like <laughs> mad geniuses. You'll get there, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: can
2: boom me, mad genius.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, another loaded question. In your opinions, what is the most underappreciated or underrated era of music?
2: Oh, <laughs> Underrated. 2000 to 2005 Japanese experimental pop. <laughs> oh wow!
1: Specifically- I don't think I've heard any of it, man. <laughs>
2: there, there are two bands that stick out for me. There's, there's like a post rock band called Acid Man, and in that time, they came out with a, with two songs called Sai S A I Part One and Part Two, and back to back, they're just uh, two amazing tracks. And um, this artist named Sheena Ringo. Um, uh, she's like the Björk or Fiona
0: Apple of Japan, like this uh, experimental yeah. mongar Cool. Yeah. She's really cool. I'd have to say early 2000s scar pop. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I was telling you last time you interviewed me on the show about the, um, the Zambian rock music from the 70s that I've been listening to. I don't want to go with that one because mm. I don't think many people listen to Zambian rock, but it's pretty fucking yeah. cool. Great oh yeah. Shout.
2: I was listening to Moroccan <laughs> <laughs> from the 90s. Yeah. From the future when I time traveled there.
1: <laughs> and um, unfortunately one of one of the one of the many downsides to the to the ISO world we've been living in is that we haven't been able to see any live shows in, in quite a while, which got me thinking. If you guys could pick anyone to see first, who would you pick and why and in what venue?
0: I don't know if it's a cheat answer, but I was meant to be seeing Eddie Current Suppression Ring like next month at the Trifford, so that would be fun. <laughs> but I think it's yeah. been postponed, so maybe not gonna happen until early next year or something. Hey. Um I I had tickets but then missed
2: out on watching Joe Hizaishi, who's the um the composer for I think all of the Studio Ghibli animated films oh. in, in Melbourne, uh, but I was part of a theater show then and, and there was a clash. So I would see him um, anywhere, any, any orchestral concert hall, um, but also I would love to see uh, Leanne Lahavas Le perform at like the Barbican mm. or something like that. Yeah, that'd be the amazing. West? It's this like UK, okay. really nice venue.
1: Yeah. Nice, and how have you guys been keeping sane in this ISO world? Do you guys have any entertainment or hobby recommendations?
0: I haven't been keeping sane at all. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I, I've been watching my wife play Zelda, mm-hmm. and that just even watching it is quite relaxing, and
0: the soundtrack's pretty nice as well. Mm. But I, I always keep thinking, actually, like, at, at the peak of like everyone being freaked out and, like, going into isolation. I hadn't played video games in years and I got a Switch right at the start and I played Zelda. (laughs) That kept me pretty sane. (laughs) This (laughs) is
1: Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good game. (laughs) I It has nothing to do with my life.
2: Star Trek The Next Generation, Louis, there's a good seven seasons of that. (laughs) That keeps me sane. And um, a Netflix show called uh, Midnight Diner. Which is about a, a Tokyo diner that opens from midnight to 7 a.m. and all manner of kooky Tokyo residents pop in and death. <laughs> ah.
0: It's pretty wacky. I watched a bit of it. Yeah. Pretty good.
1: <laughs> nice. And
0: bike rides. lots of bike rides.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. And so what else can we expect from you guys in the not too distant future?
0: Um, I'm releasing an EP this month which is exciting. It's my first time releasing more than one song in a go mm-hmm. since Maldives released our last album, I guess. Oh, right. So mm-hmm. it's wow. five years or something. Actually. So yeah, it's exciting. It feels good to be like, if, even if that's just what you do these days, you just pump out singles, but it feels nice to be putting out a package of songs. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And that comes out July 27th, but it spills out. I'm, um, yeah, it's very exciting. And the yeah. artwork, beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, so. but, yeah, the artwork was designed by Matt's collaborator and housemate. Oh, okay. So they've done a lot of Matt's kind of like, well, worked on some of your music videos. Yeah. And yeah. Lots of your like artwork and stuff. Yeah. A- Legs. You want to find them on Instagram.
2: I, I'll be, um, i be, I'm, <laughs> I've currently been working with a theatre project. Um, I'm not allowed to say too much yet. Um, but it'll be happening in September uh, in Brisbane. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a theater project and I'm doing the the soundtrack to it. Oh, um, okay. it for-
1: it's part of Brisbane
0: festival. Uh, yeah. not allowed say- I don't know even want to say that. Really? Yeah. Okay. So okay. No,
1: I can cut that out. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, very harsh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Something to do with funding or something. Huh. Um, and also I'm working on a piece of music. A, a song that I'm really excited about, and uh, I have recently got a ro not a Rhodes key like keyboard, but a a Nord a Nord keyboard that has a really good emulation of a Rhodes mm. like electric piano, yeah. and I've been having a lot of fun playing with with that and building like organic layers around it, and man, it just it's it like. Just is such a good glue to bring everything together.
0: Matt, Matt sits out in the backyard which of a, like of the apartment block where the laundry is and just sits out as like really fancy keyboard in his lap like, all day.
1: <laughs> like in the bed. dream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's that
2: song I'm tentatively calling it Welcome to the Neighborhood. Um Welcome and Welcome to a jungle. <laughs> 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 and the idea is that it will feature um, all of the cast members of the theatre show I was part of in January, which was La Boite Theatre's The Neighbourhood, oh. about, like, refugees and immigrants and stuff like that. Yeah, I reckon August or September that should come out as a single and a music video, perhaps.
1: Beautiful. And so but back back to the LULI EP briefly, Lewis, what kind of things can we expect from the other tracks? from that release, excluding Photosynthesis and Gotta Get Better, of course, on it, but...
0: I know, because those two are probably the most similar, I guess. The other two are both kind of, like, opposite ends of this spectrum. Like, the title track's probably my most rocky. I showed you that one recently. You called it rocky?
2: Yeah. yeah. It's pretty,
0: like, fast and riffy. Yeah. And it has, like, a really dramatic sounding chorus, which I don't normally write, like, catchy choruses. I was pretty happy with that. Mm. Um, And the other one's funny. It's a song about motivation, but... It's the laziest song. It's just like, <laughs> like it came out really slow for some reason and really kind of like dragged along. And so it I don't know, it kinda of almost works in like a contrast sort of way. Like it's a song about trying to like kick yourself in the gear and make yourself like go to a rally or like write some music. Yeah, it came mm. out as this kind of like funny, slacker song.
1: Jeez. And so are those other two songs were they written much more recently than the first two singles?
0: Yeah, they yeah, they were both written like since I like started Lulu, I guess. But the other two were both songs I've been working on. Because I'd like been planning to start a new band where I play guitar and sing for years. But I have this whole drama where every time I made a band someone would move away or uh. and it just like, kept not happening, not happening, not happening. And then yeah. Yeah, no, the, the other two are ones I've written in the last like year, I guess. Mm. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to putting them out there because like we recorded them back in January with the plan of not having a pandemic and <laughs> we wanted to like tour and like do some stuff with it early in the year and then just move on. But then instead I've had to kind of slowly stagger them out to like try and get people to actually listen to it without like supporting them with gigs and stuff.
1: Hmm. Now I'm
0: looking forward to putting it out there and kind of having them out there and then starting with some new songwriting, which will be cool.
1: Very nice. Can't wait, guys. And lastly, if you guys had only a few words to describe each other's music, which few words would you use? Mm. I'll start. Yeah, go for it. It's um,
2: heartfelt. What's the word I'm looking for? It's heartfelt and like there's no like superficialities to it. It's just. Like straight up with what it is, honest, mm-hmm. honest. Mm. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, Heartfelt, honest, and like,
0: like also earnest. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. I'm Thank just, you. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Maddie, <laughs> I'd say, um, imaginative, diverse, and powerful. Oh, powerful! Mm, oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Lovely stuff, guys. it's a romance you're seeing right yeah oh
1: it's very obvious (laughs) lewis and matt thanks for joining me guys it's been an absolute pleasure thanks for having us
2: today's world is more competitive challenges are more complex industries more rapidly changing employers more demanding You need to think bigger, act faster, work smarter. And to do it, you need to be more than skilled, more than relevant, more than qualified, more than confident, more than employable. Become more with the University of Southern
0: Queensland, the number one uni for graduate employment in Queensland. Apply now at usq.edu.au.